Welcome, everybody. We're back. We're back. It's been a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot has been going on. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Well, there's always a lot going on, but life is a lot. Yeah, it's almost like there's so much going on. There's so much information these days that it's like I feel like I can't focus on anything. I hear you. I just think, you know, I always say we're just our brains are not meant to process this much information. Yeah, and it's like kids these days are growing up with that just being normal. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. That's why it's like always like swiping. Swiping. Always on to the next like thing. Like Instagram, YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why Beyonce gifted us with an album that you can listen to straight through. And I hope the youngins realize that you can listen to that album straight through and it doesn't have to be one of those situations where it's just like you jump around from song to song. Yep. The album is not dead, everybody. Yes, that's actually... (laughs) The album is not dead. Or, yeah. I mean, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Maybe it is, because everyone just released, like, singles these days, and which is fine. It's just the progression. Yeah, I mean, people do put out albums, but... True. um, I feel like it's hard to hold attention. But that aside, um, there's a lot of things to talk about today. Um... What, where should we start? Start with Beverly Hills since you just watched it. Okay, we're going to talk about Beverly Hills. Um, I think there's a couple family karma related things that mm. I was going to mention. Nothing huge though. So, um, yeah, we want to talk about Beverly Hills. Let's go to Aspen. Let's just go to Aspen right now. So, with, with the, the Beverly Hills girls, with the Bev girls. So, I feel like Aspen is like, there's all these things that are going to happen in Aspen <laughs> or have like happened. right now. OK, well, like so there's the Diana Sutton blow up mm-hmm. and now it's the Erica Jane mm-hmm. Crystal Garcelle mm-hmm. blow up over these earrings. And you texted me yesterday that. You thought it would be an unpopular opinion, but that you understand kind of where Erica's coming well, from. Well, I think if you like kind of, un- you know, if you know the law, it's like right now those earrings are with in the law's hands. Like all of yeah. her assets, anything she owns, um, she's in a civil case. So it's not like, like she said, she was mapping. I feel like she was mapping things out that made sense to me, but just in an aggressive manner. yeah. But I think we have to understand that Erica has had been through a year or a, a, a period of time where none of us know what that feeling is like to feel that betrayal mm-hmm. from a partner. And whether she knew or not is up in the air. But, you know, she has been vilified. Mm-hmm. And so her immediate reaction is she's been living her life for over a year of having her like back pressed against the wall. So, if, you know, it's a I, I think it's understandable that she's going to be aggressive and combative mm-hmm. in the way she addresses certain things that to me are out of like she she makes sense about them, but not like, oh, the victim stuff, but but about yeah. the law stuff. So she like so correct me if I'm wrong, but like all of her assets and everything, it's kind of like. Even if she wanted to, quote unquote, give them back or like 
mm-hmm. like, I don't know, sell them and donate the proceeds to the mm-hmm. victims' families or something. Like, she probably couldn't do that at this stage in the litigation, right? Yeah, because, I mean, everything, from what I imagine, everything is accounted for. Yeah, and so, like, it's all part of a or larger picture. Or it's in the process picture. of being accounted. Yeah, so... And she my, doesn't really have control over it. No, she doesn't. And, like, she hasn't been found guilty of anything. Yeah. Um, and I think that's... I think it's... I just wonder, like, I, I don't know. Sometimes I look at Crystal, especially... Yeah. Crystal's just and maybe I'm wrong, has lived a very protective life in her mm-hmm. older age. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when she s- says and reacts to things, I just like, I feel like she's been protected by like wealth and and her husband being an older man and a wealthy, very wealthy, prominent person in Hollywood mm-hmm. because they met when she was 17, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just like, I think she has a really good heart, but I'm like, I don't know. It's like, I'm not sure. I don't know. Sometimes, but Garcelle, I think, knows, uh, like, I'm not saying a lot more, but Garcelle's, you know, I don't know. I don't want to compare, but I I understand where Erica's coming from in certain respects. Yeah. I I hear what you're saying about Crystal. She's had somewhat of a sheltered life in a lot of ways because she... Um, she hooked up with Rob when she was 19 and he's, I thought it was 17, whatever it was. It was really young. I mean, it's like before anyone, you know, that's like a very early time in life to kind of be financially taken care of no matter what. Yeah. Um, It's like they, they make Beverly Hills out and I'm not sure if they've always lived there of like this really gated community, mm -hmm. you know, so to say. And to just kind of be take, I don't know. It's just, again, there's no judgment. I'm sure, you know, she has a fabulous life or whatever, and she has her struggles, but I don't know. And I yeah, understand she that has they're aspects, approaching things of all heart, you know? And she has aspects of herself that are like, kind of go against that mold in ways that I appreciate. Like, 100%. She doesn't like to spend money needlessly, which I think yes, is maybe I coming into this conversation. Yes, I love her doing her own hair in Aspen. Yeah, and she like she did this whole thing on Instagram about how like the most any one of her confessional looks has costed is like three hundred dollars. Yeah, and like, but she's, in the same sense, like when I see her housekeeper, yeah, exactly. There's polarities, right? So it's like okay, th- three hundred dollars, which is a lot of money to spend on an outfit. Oh yeah, definitely. And but compared to some of the others, yeah. But also, it's like to have a. Uh, a tr- personal trainer to come to your house and like oh yeah no it's all it's definitely not like oh well she like understands what it's like <laughs> you yeah. know like she lives a very different life in that way um but yeah I mean I think I think maybe to her like it there's two sides I, I think of what's going on with Erica's choice it's like one how could you ever spend that much money on a pair of earrings? Which, like, is, like, I'm totally, I'm with her in that. I'm just, like, this is ridiculous. But then, too, is, like, don't you have any empathy for the victims? And I think yeah, what that's tough. Crystal was trying to get out of Erica is, like, regardless of your however you are in the suit or whatever, like, it's okay to feel bad for people who have been hurt. And I think Erica is so much in the like, (laughs) 
I wonder if she even says that, if she feels like that could be used against her in some way right. in her like legal proceedings. I mean, what she was saying about like, this is all like legal, like, I didn't do anything. I maintain my innocence. And so, like, I'm not responsible personally for what these victims went through, which I I think that makes sense to me. She, like, as far as we know, in the court of law, with information that's been presented, there's no proof that she is personally responsible for what those victims went through. Mm-hmm. But she can feel bad for what they're going through or what they have gone through. I, I think, mean, like, also we have to keep in mind if if she all of her DMs, people mm-hmm. on the street, paparazzi yelling out to her for three hundred over hundred three hundred and sixty five days. Yeah, yelling this. Yeah, I and mean, you're gonna have tipsy, your defenses up. <laughs> yeah, it's like I feel like a uh, like any human being, not any, yeah. but a lot of humans would just be like, "How much Fuck do you it. want for me?" And, you know, Mm -hmm. there is a little she victimizes herself a little bit. um, But like, I just think it's like Erica's at a tipping point. You know what I mean? It's like and she tipped. And I thought she like was making a lot of sense in some ways until. Yeah, I was curious what you thought of. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I thought like she was making quite a bit of sense in a lot of ways. I was a little bit like I wish you could just say that you feel bad for these families. But um, I feel like she I think has it went maybe off. said that in one time. She know, said it. She said I'm it in the ITM. Her, in the ITM, she did say, like, I am very sorry for these victims. How many times um, can someone say it, though, before? But it's... what was ugly was when she was walking out and she was sloppy, drunk and yeah. just kind of spewing hate speech at the other what women. What did she say? She called, she called them, them dumb bitches and like all sorts of stuff. And like, and it's true. Like they don't know what it's like to be going through what she's no. going through. But, um, and, and I, and I do think that she has to like maintain her innocence or whatever story she has to some extent. Um, and that she, she doesn't, I don't think she, we can say that she's responsible for what's happening to these families. Like, I don't like maybe by proxy there's some stuff there or whatever, but she can't like in the middle of this civil case be like like, I'm responsible. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I am responsible. It's ridiculous. And and what does she owe everyone? You know what I mean. And and that's where it's like it has to be the letter of the law that decides that. Unfortunately, and you know, and even if she is guilty or not guilty, but even if. She is at fault and the yeah. law doesn't find her at fault. Like, I mean, yeah. the law is fucked because it's like Bill Cosby served like five years and now he's like trying to do a comedy yeah, tour. You know, it's like, like it's just like it, it is what it is. It's like, I'm I don't know. It, it's just the law sucks. And yeah, I don't know. But, but that's what she's involved in. And I think like, you know, I wish she could like show a little bit more empathy and um But and these I, are I, housewives. Like I Jen don't Shaw. think I know. I don't think it's a good look to be like flaunting all of your expensive stuff. What about Jen Shaw? I mean like oh, Jen yeah, Shaw no. and, and now this yeah. time she's I was gonna say she's blaming Mikey, but Mikey is Erica's assistant. Oh, she's blaming um, her assistant and it's Stuart. like wh- 
Stewart. Yeah. It's like the housewives are very well known for taking zero accountability. Yeah. And I think all we can do as viewers is like, if we want to be that involved, in yeah. my opinion, put that energy on yourself and be like, can I take accountability for my little missteps? You know? Yeah. I am. Um... Cause Erica's going to do what she's going to do. And Jen Shaw's going to be just get ready folks. Cause Jen Shaw, she's going to plead guilty, but she's going to say, it's not yeah. my fault on the side. But you know what? I think for me and maybe other people can relate to this. What's hard about that is there's aspects of Jen Shaw that I really like. Like, I think she's funny and I think that she like has good aspects about her. In this episode with Erica Jane, mm. I thought she had a really nice and reasonable conversation with totally. Sutton. Like she was like, listen, What's going on here is like you're apologizing and then backtracking like you need to just own your shit and say that you're sorry and that's it. And that's what Diana doesn't like. And that was good advice. And she said it really calmly. She said it in a way that Sutton could receive it without getting Mm -hmm. upset. And I was like, wow, I really like Erica in this moment. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's what these women are so complex. And this is like why we're drawn to these screens is because we have these complex women that we're like, how do we feel about these people? And it's not always so black and white. And that's like the enjoyment of watching Sometimes it is women. like with Rinna. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> Ramona. I actually, I actually was laughing. Like I, I don't really want, I could think that she's not really an asset anymore, but like, I don't mind watching her. Who? Ramona? Rinna. Oh, Rinna. Rinna. I mean, Rinna's little comments about bumming on her high. <laughs> yeah. They're like uh, kind of funny. I and guess. she started, it's so funny because it did seem like a Greek play where it was acting out. And then the mm-hmm. chorus Mm, was all high true. in the corner like reacting <laughs> and it's like okay so we should be reacting like the chorus yeah i am i'm in love with kyle's dog Is i know that I storm think, i think it's storm because she has like seven dogs but it's incredible i mean like who doesn't want to bring their dog on a private jet to aspen well you know i was like this is the only reason I'm going to excuse this private jet is because that dog will be more comfortable on that oh, flight. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like, th- that's like the only thing that I can excuse it's private so, it's jets incredible. for. And I can't really excuse private jets because what the fuck? Our world is burning and yeah. you're going to fly five people. Well, I'm like- just like, it does nothing. <laughs> I, I, I'm at this thing of like, nothing matters. Like, if I, I have, if I didn't even like, if you want to fly private jets, whatever, the world's going to like, wh- why am I <laughs> going re- to put energy into like reaction? stage. Yeah. I, yeah. What is it like the grieving where you just don't feel anything? I know. I mean, the, the problem is-, is like, I know that everywhere this week in America has been experiencing this heat wave and mm. it has been fucking rough and like climate change is real and I the problem is so large and it feels like there's so many things that that's why it's like turn off yeah like like for me I just like and I'm not saying what I'm doing is right I just I needed to flip the switch and be like whatever yeah the earth is burning private jets Taylor Swift has our like you know private jets and I won't get dark but like the Cara Delevingne was flying gonna take off in Jay-Z's private jet and I was like I want to know the story behind why is Cara Delevingne 
going in Jay-Z's private jet. Did you read about, it gets really dark, which I don't want to get into. I saw a photo so, like, of her stuff, and, and then it she was got like, she's in, people are worried about her or something. And I didn't. Yeah, it's just really sad. Um, I, I can't get behind private jets. Private jets are not cool. I'm just going to say that right now. And Deanna, I'm going to ask you to to try and think about that. Okay. If someone asked me to go in a private jet to Aspen from Denver or like the Boulder Airport to Aspen, I would definitely go in it, though. I'm not going to Well, lie. okay. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> if they're going to take it anyway, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I just, I think the whole concept of them is ridiculous and whatever but anyway um so anything else from that episode um I just love being in Aspen I'm like so cozy yeah. I, I you know I feel bad for Dorit but I'm glad she landed in a safe space with Diana's I want a tour of oh, Diana's yeah. uh apartment or penthouse I want to see the Ghostbusters staying. I want to see the Ghostbusters I am curious Kathy is shocking me with the slippers <laughs> and what she was wearing to the airport. I am not, nothing about her shocks me anymore. Okay. I, I mean, she just is who she is. And we just, we know that the horrible whatever is coming. Yeah. I think it's um, interesting that she talked about, this is very minute, but uh, storage at the Waldorf, which she kind of didn't know what was in it, where it's like property, any anything space in New York City is so expensive. Uh -huh. Not to mention the Waldorf is so expensive. Not to mention she has storage at the Waldorf, which is like... When did she talk about that? Because she was saying that she had a lot of like Terry Mugler clothing and she was like, I don't know, it's at... Um, it's in storage at the Waldorf. And Andrew was oh, kind of wow. listening and he's like, why does she have... Storage at the Waldorf. And I was like, because they used to live there because she's like a Hilton. Because she's a, yeah. A and then he was like, okay. And I was like, it, it's just like so, space where clothes are taking up, which that's what happens in New York City when you're really wealthy and have stuff is like, wow, it's like you're just, you don't even yeah. kind of think about like it's just sitting there and. It must cost what, like $500 a day or something? <laughs> That like the, that who knows how big our storage space at that hotel is right? I mean, like a room at the Waldorf would cost. Oh, I think even more. Oh yeah, it would know. be like a thousand bucks a night, yeah. something like that. So if you're using a storage space, maybe it's a little less, but they're gonna charge you. Or I guess she gets it for free, right? Yeah, I don't even think she can even comprehend money. Money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do you think she even ever thinks about it? No, because and it's interesting. Like another thing is, is like the the editors are kind of doing her dirty because when yeah. Kyle cursed and she snapped, yeah, and I was like, where are we where are we going with this? They're edit? setting it up. They're setting it up. They're setting. But then up. when are we going to get there? Because it's like next week's episode. It didn't hint at that. There was something about Kyle was like crying. And what was uh, that about? Was oh, that it was the tequila. That's right. What is this tequila thing? OK, so from Kendall what I understand, Jenner's Kendall Jenner has her tequila. And then Rinna goes at the Aspen bar, wherever they were, was like, oh, can I have blah, blah, blah. It's my friend Kendall's and everyone's making fun of her. Because it's, like, they're not Yeah, friends. and remember, like, when um, 
Kathy at the house was like, hey, I have this tequila. It's I don't like any tequila, but I like this because Nikki yeah, yeah. and her husband. And yeah. I think she felt like it was a betrayal. Uh, oh, but I didn't see her say Wait, who anything. Felt, who felt like it was a betrayal? Kathy. That because Rinna she should, didn't like it? That Rinna was ordering Kendall Jenner's tequila at the bar instead oh. of Nikki's, which is like... Okay, I was confused. I thought it was all That's the same That's what I tequila. think. <laughs> what? I'm like, I thought it was all the same tequila. I, d- I didn't... I clearly did that, not I know what was totally happening. I totally wrong. No, I think you're probably right. That's a storyline where I'm like, okay, whatever. It's like, what but... are we doing? And and but they didn't flash to her kind of losing it, just as her walking out. I don't know. Maybe no, she I have out a feeling. Kyle. I have a feeling the big blow up might be the episode after. I think they're trying to get like a full full. I mean, we're already at episode seventeen, and like it's been I think the seventeen longest... episodes. Yeah, and and we're clearly not done. I mean, there's Do gonna be at least. <laughs> three more when i was watching it i was like i wish there were like three more after this episode like i could have just sat there <laughs> just and just binge. watched <laughs> just binge it you know i know i you know i had a reflection recently which mm. i think is um maybe like around my frustration with the real housewives right now i, I think that's like en- nothing of reflection of inner life stuff this is my kind of <laughs> stuff no let's not yeah, same. It's like, like, oh, no, I'm not going to reflect on, like, my no. life. I, I need a reflection on, like, my relationship to the housewives and Bravo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I think, like, the real housewives, Um, I think I enjoy binging real housewives oh. more than having to wake week by week to watch it. See, I can't. I wish because I need to watch it as soon as like because I get on Twitter and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what happened? And then I just need to fart out my brain. And I'm like, I know it's kind of like waking up with like like just and being like, oh, I need to have my hit, you know, and then I'm like, oh, like like I was surprised I waited. No, that's a lie because it was Wednesday. Like I waited for Atlanta. I watched it on Tuesday and I usually watch it that Monday yeah uh when I'm getting ready to go to school um and because I fold laundry and I was surprised I waited so long yeah well I I think I just like it becomes one more like thing I need to do and I can't really like enjoy it I I don't know I just what I like is being able to get enveloped in the whole season because you know like it takes a whole season for a story to unfold sometimes well especially with Beverly Hills it's just like what where are we going with anything these days but then if it's already happened then I can go back and read the articles and all the offline gossip so I get the whole picture instead of it happening live I'm kind of like it just takes too long to get there. I just want all the information. Yeah. Like, like you know, in the early seasons of Beverly Hills, I could look up and be like, what is Brandy what? insinuating when it comes oh, to... Yeah. I um, think we need to bring Brandy back on. Could you imagine Brandy and Dorit? Well, no, Dorit's really fragile. That's a bad... Brandy and Kyle. <sighs> Brandy's too volatile. I don't know. She was wild in Oh, Girl wait. Strip. No, no. Sorry. I'm t- Actually, Brandy's okay. Leah is too volatile from NYC. Oh, in New York? Yeah. Sometimes I conflate yeah. them or get them confused with one another. 
Leah is too much. Well, I'm just really curious of what happened in Girls Trip. I it sounds really bad. It sounds so cringe and like inappropriate and culturally disrespectful that I'm almost like yeah. I don't think I can watch it. Like <laughs> I haven't watched yeah. any of the Girls Trips to be fair, but um I don't yeah. know. Again, I only watched that season and it was so enveloping mm-hmm. that I was like, I gotta, I gotta keep up on this. And I, I enjoy, it was, you would have like, it was so uncomfortable at times, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. But then it was a breath of fresh to revisit some housewives. You know, yeah, like some of the Eva. older ones. I think that's the one I would want to watch if I was going to watch any of them. Um, yeah, and then so, Teresa's gonna be on Dancing with the Stars. I saw that, and, and um, of, Gabby from The Bachelorette will be on oh, as is well. She? And then a bunch of other people that I've never Do you heard think they of, asked like Rachel? TikTok stars. Um, probably not. I think Rachel is not dynamic enough. The Bachelorette wild right now. Again, I oh only my God, listen the to it with the Rose podcast. <gasps> I wish Mary was here. What is going here. on? Um, I, I mean, it is, I should be specific. I, it just sounds... Yeah. What have you picked Tino up on? Is Tino as bad as they make him sound? Tino I, is, I think, the biggest villain of the season. As someone who's Italian... <laughs> The name Tino's a lot. His brother's name is Matteo. And huh, is Tino short for anything? No, I think it's just Tino. What's their last name? I can't remember, but um but Rachel's Italian too. That's what I heard. So they like maybe have that going, but like Tino's Tino's name is like Tino, but Tino is a fucking piece of work. This man thinks that he's he's so clearly there for the wrong reasons like mm. i i don't think i've seen a contestant who i feel like really fits that description as well as him in a really long time and she has no he's, idea i mean it's like literally his parents are saying like we're gonna disown you if you get married oh, to this the woman one. yeah yeah and he and he's like it went great <laughs> he's just like out here just being like oh everything went great and everything's good and you know everything's hunky-dory whatever what's it called when you kind of convince someone that everything's great when it's not great is that like gaslighting or yeah is that gaslighting no not really Uh, talking about gaslighting though rachel was gaslighting zach to the max who's he's like another one of her contestants Uh And she basically, like, <sighs> Rachel's one of those girls that, like, does the, like, smile and put on a happy face, pretty yeah. face, like, I'm perfect in any situation, even when she's breaking up with you. <laughs> she, like, and she was trying to basically put it all on him and get him to break up with her, I think, is the wow. my read on what happened between them in the fantasy suite for anyone who's watched it. Um We'll see what happens next week, but this was a pretty wild week for The Bachelorette. What else has stood out from you? It's so funny that you only listen to the podcast. Like, I just, I don't even know what they look like, any of these people. I don't, I couldn't pull Gabby out of, like, a lineup oh or gosh. Rachel. So you're I just, no like, idea. creating these images in your head? I, it's basically, or not like, even? put in, like, Daisy Duck and Mickey, Minnie Mouse as, like, <laughs> like what I'm imagining. That is so funny. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I don't even know if they have brown hair. I'm guessing the Italian has brown hair. Rachel, I don't know. 
know what color hair Gabby has. I heard Gabby looks incredible in clothes. So I'm imagining Minnie Mouse in like a evening gown or like, yeah. you know, I just, I don't yeah. even know what Tino, like, I just don't even know. And I just, I'm kind of there for the jokes and like the mindlessness of just listening yeah. to these people kind of recount and kind of yep. assess what's going on. But um, I'm trying to think what stands out. The the new host sounds they, like a real. What dud. do they think is going to happen? Um, I didn't listen to the end of this episode. Um, they brought out the gaslighting, or no, the Tino thing of yeah. everything's fine. Yeah. Um, they they made it sound like all the parents are the villains this season. Um, a lot of parents were just like very. Or maybe it was just Tino's. There, no, there's a lot of skepticism, which I don't think is a bad thing. I mean, yeah. it's like when you see your kid go through this process, like they, and the they probably record. seem they probably seem like brainwashed when you see them. Yeah. Like, what? You've been away for six weeks and now you're going to marry this person? I like, know. what? I like, know. you don't even know them. It's crazy. It, it is kind of... The fact that like all three of Gabby's men seem to not want to get engaged <laughs> is, I, is like, that for real? Yeah, like two I of them explicitly that. were like we're not, and I think that's what's going to happen with the last one. Um, and I'm kind of like that's almost like a good thing, like that you chose three men who are realistic enough to be like this isn't enough time for us to like get yeah. engaged and yeah. feel good about it. I actually think it's like a good thing about them. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But other than, yeah, about The Bachelor, I don't know. Other than that, I don't really know what's going on because it's just like, yeah, I, I do, uh, you know, I get bits and pieces of it. Yeah, well, okay, so Real Girlfriends of Paris started this week. Yes. I didn't watch it. I want to watch it. So I'm so excited. No, but I'm going to carve time out for it. I heard it wasn't very good, which makes me sad because... Yeah. It's like a good concept, I feel like. It's a you great know? concept. I think when I watched the preview, and again, I'm a, I don't understand how old everyone is. They seem very young. Like to I'm me. really bad at judging age, but I was like, why didn't they get like people that are thirty? Like, I know four it should, like, or something. Thirty four established in their careers, like yeah. The little Sex in the City, you know, yes. of like can afford the fashions. I'm not saying when you're 34, you can afford the fashions. I'm talking about like like housewives, but younger. I feel like 21-year-olds are just too immature to like for their lives to be that interesting. No. Like I think it, it just, works on like a Vanderpump rules because it's when like I messy. Saw, yeah. When I saw the girl pouring out wine at the wine tasting, she's like, I've it's a sin to pour out wine. I've never done this. I was like, we need to get more refined. Yeah, like, like that's not classy. The last thing I want, <laughs> don't want to see is dumb Americans in a foreign yes. country. You know I, what I mean? Especially dumb 100%. white girls in a foreign yeah. country. Like I can just like, I've we've all experienced it. So we can just close our eyes and go back in our memories. Not us <laughs> experience it, but we've all seen it, you know? Oh, you've seen yeah, it's like a it's it's a stereotype, which yeah. is true. And that's when uh, I just like I don't necessarily need like Sarah Jessica Parker, like with the ashes and like the Eiffel Tower no. bag. <laughs> but I just need like a little like it needs to be judged up. Yeah, yeah. What do you um, think? Yeah, I mean, you want a little bit of that, like, classy thing, which I think, like, the show Emily in Paris, have you seen it? 
on Netflix? No, and I don't. I tried to watch the first episode, and it felt like an acid trip. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, that is like the last. <laughs> Okay, say I'm more trying, about I said that, it and please. I'm like, how do I... Okay. <laughs> it just felt like... It was like... It felt like... It felt like a student film where, like, a <laughs> sixth grader wrote the, like, again, the script. Oh, my God. And, like... And, and me at age eight with, yeah. like, the overlooking of a professional stylist. The professional stylist says, go crazy. And then... I dress her up and then the professional stylist is like, oh, I'm going to like fix her up a little bit to make her like more presentable. And then this like sixth grade screenwriter is kind of just like, this is how I feel like Americans are. And it's like, okay, so I remember one part. It's like her husband, her boyfriend's watching football and she's trying to have a conversation with him, like dressed really trendy. You know what I mean? And then I was like, what are we doing? What is okay? Because episode one is more like her. She's still in Chicago, right? She hasn't right. really gone and not to, to Paris mention yet. We're in Chicago, which is like no offense to Chicago. It's like yeah, I wasn't drawn to f- a guy in 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 a bar in Chicago drinking, <laughs> watching football, where and his girlfriend's <laughs> trying to connect with them. Yeah, well. So the rest of the show, like, she's actually in Paris and it's very, like, enjoying Parisian life and, like, all that that has to offer. And, like, she does, there is, like, a touch of, like, she's trying to make it as a younger person there, but it's also, like, the fanciful, classy things that you get to do and, like... But I picture it, like, you know what I was also reflecting on when I was watching Bravo this week? I love it. And they did it when Sutton was trying to get into the SUV where they put on, like, the don-don-don, like, the circus yeah, music. Yeah. And I picture, like, <laughs> Emily and Paris, all circus music, like, oh! Like, it dropping some... <laughs> It is kind of like that. And I'm just like, I feel like maybe I haven't, without having seen Real Girlfriends of Paris, okay. I feel like they're maybe trying to recreate that. Oh, I didn't even think, okay. That's, but like the girls aren't sense. classy enough or have like an unlimited budget maybe for like wardrobe and stuff I like that. I think we should all protest if we see anything from Forever 21 on the Girlfriends <laughs> of Paris. Oh, you know like, that we that's showing Bravo up. Bravo Sleuthers. We need to like oh be like, this is not good enough for us. Uh, if I wanted to go to Forever uh, 21, like I, I'm too <laughs> old for it. But I had some in my closet when I was younger. I'll just go to like the Goodwill and look, you know? Oh, yeah, it'll be there. Um, That's the type of stuff that ends up at Goodwill all the time. But probably. I just want to say it's like below deck right now. Both <gasps> I'm now watching Australia too. Oh, I saw deck, is that. It's, it's so really good. good. It's just oh. so good. I just love Below Deck so much. The The regular season's so good. And Below yeah. Deck Australia right now is so good. And since I'm behind on Below Deck Australia, I get to watch like two episodes in a row, which feels like you said, it feels like a treat. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's nice to be able to like, because they always leave you on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. and you just want to get the whole story. And so like... I just like I just love to binge a housewife season, like the whole thing. Same. Look back on the gossip. Well, I've never done it before. Well, I think well, there's also something like 
you oh, and that, I have you've a never lot to done do. it before. No, that you and I have a lot I to do right recommend. now. And there's something about binging <laughs> when you have so much to do in your life. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, you, you consciously say, I am not going to do that. <laughs> and I'm going to focus mm-hmm. on binging this Bravo show. I know. Don't you I've, know? I am you know? not. I, I'm typically not a binger because I feel so guilty about it. Well, like, I'm wondering, what are you planning on? Can we set up your maternity leave? My binging? maternity binge. So, where are you going to go with that? Oh, what did they say? Um, but I, I've been writing them down. Oh, you wrote them. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm like in such pregnancy brain right now. Like, oh my god. Um, and it's been so hot and whatever. Um. But there's like things that come out in the fall that I'm looking forward to watching, which I wish I could binge. Like, I wish I could binge this next season of Potomac while I'm breastfeeding. But instead, I'm going to have to watch it one episode. You're going to have to watch it. But you need something for those 2 a.m. moments. Yeah. So, one show I watched last time in the middle of the night, which I haven't watched since, is Working Moms. Okay. Which is like this Canadian show on Netflix. It's like 30 minutes. It's about like these four moms and like their lives in Canada. And like it's kind of funny and it's sort of. Is it reality or? No, no, no. It's just like a. It's a scripted show. Um, But it's so. I think maybe I'll watch that. Um, Oh, my friend Laura told me about um, Great British Bake Off Kids or Junior. Okay, okay. Um, Do you want to be so, surrounded with that much y- young energy <laughs> is what I have um, to say. You have a baby, then there's the kids. Okay. I think the key for those late nights is something that you really can zone out. and Because you're, you're half awake. You're not like, you can't be like watching like, some serious HBO documentary no, or something. No. I, that's how so. I, I told you that's how I started Bravo is my yeah. my late night binge. And I was like, what is this about? And mm-hmm. that's I feel that's like how, how I started too. you got me into it. Southern I feel charm. Like I'm wondering if like, I don't know, is like Potomac worth going back to like season one and two? Maybe. I, mean, I don't no, know. Honestly, it doesn't excite me. To think what about that because I'm already in it. Like I, I don't want to go back. That's why I don't want to um, go back to Beverly Hills because I feel like it's just like I'm. We're on season. You know whatever. it all. You know everything that happened. Because the though. flashbacks and stuff. I think you should try real. Uh, maybe you should try a girl, the Real Housewives girls trip, because I thought oh, it was really interesting. Because Teresa was saying that she talked to Kenya about doing dances with dancing with the stars and Kenya was actually like you should do it and it's interesting how these it's interesting just how they all know each other you know and I know they know know. each other through girls trip which I didn't watch well speaking of so BravoCon is coming up and there's they're really starting to promote it I've noticed like on commercials and stuff and I Did saw any of the family on Vishal, karma people say that they're okay. So he's talking about so it. Vishal and Amrit posted on their stories that they're going to have like a, a underwear dance party booth at 
the there's going to be a Bravo Bazaar, which I guess is like where all of these Bravo stars sell oh my gosh. their various products and things like yeah. that. So they're looking for help, I guess. So if anyone listening is interested oh, in going to BravoCon. an incredible opportunity. And I guess they're going to pay people too. So oh, I would maybe love it's a, to. It probably would be like a free way to get into BravoCon, actually, now that I think about right. it. So it's, you're, you're working like for vendor, free. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Have you heard anything about BravoCon? I wonder if it's going to be fun. No, I just heard about like the <laughs> steep. I, I reached out to Bravo to be like, can we have tickets, even though you can't go? But I was like, fuck it, I'll go. Yeah. Um, and they have not gotten back to us. So if anyone works at Bravo, um, I would go. I would fly out there, stay a couple nights at a buddy's house and yeah, go to Bravo. But you Con. don't want to. I mean, how much is a ba- like a one day ticket is like 400 bucks or something. It's like, fuck, like how much promotion do we give? No, I family know. karma. You know, <laughs> no. what I mean, and, and no, no, no. Talk about like. I'm not saying they shit on Family Karma, but like it's just like. Well, yes, they do. Where the fuck is the season three trailer? I'm sorry. I have to say, like the Potomac trailer coming out. The Potomac. I was not excited because I'm like, can we have a Family Karma trailer first? I think the crazy thing is, is like I like thinking of timelines with Bravo too. Again, I don't ponder my own timeline in my own life, but like, so. Ashley, I think she's filming testimonials right now, like her confessional work. Okay, yeah. Okay, so they already have the trailer out, and they're they're doing testimonials, and they're doing conf- yeah confessionals and whatever. And like the Family Karma folks were doing it last month, or even like six weeks, like six- a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and like we still just don't have anything. So the whole excuse of, oh, they're still filming testimonials. Yeah. That's why the trailer's not out. That doesn't really hold up. Did people say that? Someone, I think, sent me a DM about that saying that. That doesn't make like, sense. Like I was saying yeah. this Andrew this morning because he was like, oh, I'm really excited to see the Weird Al um uh, movie with that Harry Potter guy. He said that Harry Potter guy. And I said, oh, yeah, I think the weird thing <laughs> Wait, about which Ra- movie is this? So what's his name? Harry Potter is going to be Weird Al in the new bio. Dan- bio? Daniel Radcliffe is yeah. playing Weird Al. Yeah. And they already like released the trailer. Like in a documentary? Trailer. No, it's a... Or I mean uh, like a mockumentary? Yeah, like like Jamie Foxx as Ray kind of thing. Okay, Interesting. So I recommend watching the trailer and I was like, the thing is about movies these days. And I actually, oh, you'll love this. I brought up just like that. (laughs) Oh, you did? Because right now they're posting, like I remember seeing something that says like Miranda's finally wearing Balenciaga. And I was like, huh. Uh -uh. And then I was like, oh, they're filming just like that season two right now. And oh, I it's thought like they we don't get to be it. surprised, but we don't get to be surprised by looks. No, Does yeah, I don't want to no know with anything because everything's yeah. like I feel like everything's fast right now, like shot fast, edited fast. And maybe it's just in my head and we get the trailer right away. And it's like, yeah, like especially with like I'm kind of jumping to just like that. But we covered it here. Yeah, like, I, I want to be surprised by looks. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't want to see them ahead of time. I want to see them on the show. Are you excited for season two? Yes. I oh, like and we need to discuss because Jenny and I discussed it this. OK, Jenny and I discussed it this weekend when we did a staycation and you were missed. OK, so what's his name? Um, 
from Sex and the City, the uh, the one he, she cheats on, who's coming back for Steve? just like no, uh, sorry, Carrie. Uh, she her a- first Aiden. Aiden, he's Did coming you know Aiden's back. Coming back, yeah. Oh, did you know well, that? Okay, I'm here for that. A little okay, bit. so I was sitting watching Aiden in the like snuggled up in bed it was perfect like 11 30 p.m snuggled up in a hotel bed and sex in the city was on yeah doesn't that sound really nice oh yeah that's like oh like so you watched like the og aiden seasons yeah it was just on e which you know and i was like oh this is oh, perfect my God. and i was like i it's loved so him weird. so like, much that's the thing we were talking about but do you remember he has a soul patch <laughs> <laughs> no i do not I, remember. Indra, I mean, if you saw him a guy who's like, really Ugh. hot with a soul patch yeah. right like that's disgusting but he also has other hair too no, right it like was there's just a ghost. i want you to it oh was my just God. a Are soul you patch cute? are no. you serious it was just oh, no soul. and i was like that's the thing when we were when i was younger i was like aiden is perfect yeah. But then it seems like and I was like, again, like I just came back from fish. So take that as what you want is I was thinking <laughs> about it. And I was like, this was not written by a man. This character, this this mm. character, when you watch it older, it was written by women. Well, yeah. I mean, I think. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? He's just like so perfect and like. Like I watched the episode where she tells him that she's he's smothering her uh-huh. and he wants her he, she wants him to be unavailable. Yeah. And she's calling and he's not calling her back for like 24 hours. Yeah. Because she he wants her to meet his parents. Is this ringing a bell? Sort of. Yeah. All of this is vaguely. And then and then she he's she's like, why haven't you called me? And she puts <laughs> his forehead next to hers and be like, you wanted me to be unavailable, like really sweet. And I'm like, no fucking guys ever like has ever <laughs> been this like. No, but Aiden word? is. Do you, you got to reach okay. for the stars? take a look at him and you know that in real life he's a super conservative fox news republican (gasps) no john corbett is yeah oh that's so disappointing (laughs) oh no why did you walks on in a maga hat like it's like a a handcrafted maga hat instead of like because you know he's all about the handcraft oh so he's like leaning into the maga oh he's been on fox news i believe oh no that is but it's weird because they're gonna make how can they welcome someone like that onto the set of and just like that like how can they do that the fans want it baby the fan because most of the fans are like me and we're blissfully living in the dark until yeah. they listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, I know. know. And it's just like, yeah, he's the complete. I mean, maybe he's a nice dude. I'm not sure. But like, yeah, he's like a hardcore Republican. <sighs> okay. Well, and now isn't there something news, annoying about a guy who's just like sitting making furniture? You know, it's like such a trope now, I feel like in 2022. I know. Well, it's kind of cool, though. I know it is really cool. I'm like trying to put Aiden down. I'm like, he has a soul patch. And I'm like, uh, he's still hot. <laughs> the soul patch is bad. And you know what? And he that's, had a dog. Remember? He had the dog. He had a which dog. Like, made him he more had endearing. everything. He had it all. It was He was almost... The thing I liked about Aiden the most was like he didn't belong in New York City. Yeah. It was like, what are you doing here? You he are not... He looks like he could live in Red Hook, though. Uh, maybe. Definitely Brooklyn. Like, not... yeah. 
Did he live in Manhattan? Yeah, he had like a furniture store in Manhattan. It was so and unrealistic. Like, that's the problem I have is like, again, like we see every character in that show progress and evolve. And Carrie yeah. goes like from like big season one, episode one until like goes through all these people and cheats on him with yeah. Big and ends up with Big. Yeah, but... I don't know. Something will happen with her. Okay. I don't know. Um. Okay. I have to go soon, but I do okay. want to say that I just want to acknowledge that Queen Elizabeth II has died. Mm-hmm. And I like texted Deanna and I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my God. Um. It's, it, it's interesting, like listening to the commentary since, the news broke like 24 hours ago mm-hmm. because it's really complicated, you know, mm-hmm. like there's so many feelings about the Royal family, but then there's also like sort of looking at this person who like has had a front seat to the world's problems and everything for who like, has died 70 cigarettes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. Like there are things that we'll never know that she never told anyone in her life. And that is just poof. I know. I I saw like a I saw an article that was something about like the amazing love story of like Queen Elizabeth and Philip. And I'm like, girl, there (laughs) was some drama going on in that relationship. Believe you you me. Like what was going on? Uh, Well, I mean, they even show it in the crown. It's like in the beginning, there was a lot of infidelity, like a lot of like his end or her end, his end. And and they show this like scene on a boat, which like supposedly happened where like she kind of put plays down the line and is like, listen, we are the royal figureheads and you need to like commit to this or yeah. like sh- get off the pot type situation yeah. that's interesting. and like just and I think what's I don't know I also saw another article that was like it's really hard to know like who Queen Elizabeth was and so point. many different movies and TV shows have tried to depict her but she's such a like complicated person partially because I think she is very private yeah but I think one thing that is for sure is that she really believed in upholding the traditions of the royal family at all costs, even when it meant staying with her husband who was cheating on her endlessly. And I'm going to say, even the Meghan, you know, Meghan Markle stuff is, yeah. And, And her other son prince andrew being involved with jeffrey epstein i mean there's some ugly shit is he in jail yet i don't know but that photo of him because he's in england that photo of him with that like 14 year old girl like makes me want to actually throw up um and there's so much darkness in the royal family and she knows about it all or she did secrets die Yeah, and it's just like, so there's that piece of it, but then there's also like, you know, every morning I wake up to the sweet sounds of Amy Goodman on Democracy Now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like, whoa, on the, the, the meter has gone to the other side. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm awake now. I wasn't expecting um, that from this end. Okay, yes. Uh, well, so it's, yeah, you know, as if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I 
work at a community radio station in Boulder. And in addition to like showcasing like independent underground artists, our news programming is alternative. And so, you know, Democracy Now! is probably one of the most well-known kind of alternative news programs. I don't even know what alternative means. It's very liberal. It's very... um, Hard hitting in terms of like, and I'll say it's very things. expansive. You know what I mean? I feel like I learn something it, every day. Yeah, it covers a lot, and um, so of course they bring on these like post-colonial, what they have to like say. scholars <laughs> and like people who are like, well, you know, of course I'm really glad that Queen Elizabeth was able to, um, you know, end her life in the comfort of Balmoral Castle with, you know, with her family. Wait, so- which warm. castle was she in? Was she in the Bucking? She wasn't in Buckingham. She was in the countryside. No, she was in Balmoral Castle, Where's which that? I think is in Scotland. Wow! So um, she died it's depicted in, Scot- in the Crown. Isn't that crazy? The Queen died in Scotland. Is this mm, a big deal? And don't quote me on that. Someone's probably like shouting <laughs> no, and, at, and, and, at me and right now. Don't quote me of like this is a big deal. And, it's and in again, Balmoral. <laughs> Scotland's but, a region, not a country. Is Scot- Scotland's a country. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Again, but it's no part nothing. of the UK, and which is a I don't con- I don't know the specifics, <laughs> but the well, point I just said is UK, which is a continent. I was gonna say, which is complete. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so the UK is not a continent. This is not a continent. <laughs> but um, she, she, and then this woman goes on. But you know, I wish that was the case for so many um, other like British people who are suffering right now under I mean. you know and gets into poverty and all these things and colonialism and how like terrible the crown has been for like all of these billions of people and cultures throughout the world including my own as an Indian like the the kind of like self-hatred that the British put into the Indian people um and yet like we still like I obviously I'm obsessed with the royal family even though I can see how clearly and harmful they are. Do you think it's American? Or do you think it's just your personality? Well, I think like it a- probably comes a lot from, like, my mom, like, I always joke, is, like, she's basically, like, a British person in a Indian woman's body. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, like, so much of British colonialism, like, really um, infiltrated her family and how they like yeah. did things. And so, and there's a lot of problematic like elements up? there. Did she have, sorry, tea what time? did she have tea time and stuff growing up? Is that oh, like yes. prominent? Yeah. Really? Every single day. When we go to India, you have tea at <gasps> around 4 PM every single day. Um, and so can I many sound like a dumb white person there. That's solely British colonialism. I mean, it, that's where it comes from. Is yeah. like right the the British came and they brought these customs that have now been adopted by Indians in many ways, but they come from that. And and you know that's really strong in India, but it's true in the U.S. Obviously, because you know white yeah. people in America mostly descended from Britain, um, <clears throat> or at least at first, a lot of them did. It's it's really all of Europe. Um, but like, you know, so many parts of Africa, like East Asia, um, down under like uh, Australia and like all of that. It's just yeah, like, and that's the thing. It's, it's like everywhere. how many when she was in power, how much 
like a lot of colonialism happened was happening. Um, I mean, right? Or am it, I wrong? I think the pa- like the conquering and all of that was had done. kind of stopped. I think, but a lot of it still remained. And you, it could be argued that like what even though the royal family has sort of become like a figurehead in British society in mm-hmm. many ways, and they don't like make a lot of decisions per se. But it's weird because um, like a lot of money, I think something we can't, I can't there's a lot of money. Ameri- there's just so much money being pumped into them. Yeah. I mean, they're like the Kardashians, but even more. But we're paying for it. And, and like, I think that um, there's a lot of like harmful things that had been set up previous to that her reign that could have been dismantled. That's what I think I'm under her to say. reign. Yeah. But she was very, from what I understand, protective of the Commonwealth, which is like this collection of places around the world that have been conquered by the Brits and um, and forced into kind of adopting their ways of life, which kind of gets back to, uh, you know, I say this time and time again, like white supremacy and white, you you know, white European centralism mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's it's all very complicated. And I think that like that narrative is like really loud and clear right now, yes. too, which is interesting. Um, but that all said, like, this woman led a remarkable life, I think. Yes. Um, she, Agreed. like, the amount of responsibility put on her shoulders at such a young age and to did have... Did someone die so she could get into power? That's how she stepped into power? Or did she... Her father died. Um, was it expected or unexpected? He was young. I want to say he was, like, in his 50s when he died. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen pictures of her, and she seems really young wearing the crown. Oh, yeah. She was, like, 24, I think, oh when she gosh. took the, the throne. So she was in power for over 70 years, where she was, I mean, like... The queen I told you I watched years. that Diana. I watched the first quarter of that Diana um, Kristen Stewart movie. Spencer, yeah. And it was like, it was even like, I'm thinking of what you're saying, holding up to traditions. And it talks yeah. about that in that movie. Everything from where they went to the Christmas house and yes, you had to be everything. going in. I think that was, that was Balmoral, actually. And, was, and, and, was and then you had to eat. That. You had to gain a certain amount of weight because that was tradition. Yeah. In I mean, and these traditions are like at what point do they become harmful for people? And we see that with Diana. We can see how it so was hard. really harmful for Meghan and Harry. Does it go like, into have you has it gotten to the part of the crown where Diana and the Queen are interacting? Yeah, they have. well, they don't they don't show a lot of interactions between them. It's more about like her inner turmoil kind of being trapped in the castle almost in Buckingham Palace. Like Do we know what the Queen with her like, eating disorder? I and, can like assume what the Queen thought of Diana, but Do you have any like inside what you've read? Like, did she, did the queen despise her? Or like, what would be the right adjective you think? I don't, I don't know. I think I, this is something that I'm not really clear on and maybe they'll do more. And if people know, like, please let us know what you know. I'm so so curious. I mean, I think there was a lot of dissatisfaction with Charles and how he decided to divorce her and, shack up with Camilla wait so he I so he divorced Diana Diana didn't leave him well I mean they they divorced right it was it was 
mutual and so okay, I get okay. like Diana did not want to be with him anymore. No, he was like yeah. in love with this other woman. Yeah. Um, but divorce is a major no no, especially for the future king of England, who is now the king of England. King what Charles is Camilla the third. Um what did you say? What is Camilla now? Camilla is now the queen. No Camilla's the queen? Well, she's married to the king. What is William? She pro- I don't William's know how it officially prince. works, but I mean, she's not like in in charge like Charles is. Charles, and that's and so what, funny. You it's know, like what Charles does in charge, in charge mean? Like the '80s show with, but like Camilla and Prince Charles. I mean, the sort of tragic thing of all of this is that Charles should have just married Camilla to begin with. Yeah. But he felt pressured, I think, to to why marry did, Diana. Why? And Diana got pulled into all of this and she lost her life because of it, really. And that's what's so and, complicated, I think. Like, I think we want to be judgmental of William and Harry and whatever. But I don't think any of us could ever know what it was no. like with like, especially with William. I think, you know, we've kind of vilified him on here, but like he had his mother and and it's tragically taken from him. But like, I like to think that William still thinks of like, what would my mother want? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think Harry, Harry's very publicly talked about how painful that is for him every single day. And I think it is for William, too. But I think, you know, William's in a different position. He is in direct ascension to the yeah. throne. Like like King Charles. It's so weird calling him King yeah. Charles because he's been Prince Charles for so long. Like, he's 73. So, like, he's not going to reign for probably longer at most than, like, 30 years. What happens if he gets dementia or Alzheimer's? Do you think they would protect us from that? And, like... D- d- has it been said that he has Alzheimer's? No, but I'm just wondering what happens in that case. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there, uh, there's all sorts of like shady shit that goes on to protect the royal family and their stories. And I think that's a really ugly part of their legacy, too, is that with Diana they get stuff. protected in all of these ways by the public. Like people like they treat them like like, you know, God's gift to Earth even though they're complicated people who have like some really questionable moral things about them, um, which is true of any family. Right. Yeah. But and, and why it's problematic to kind of herald any like family, like anywhere and why like royalty is problematic. And yet I still have this, like I have a deep, are you going to watch the I don't, funeral? I don't appreciate it, but I'm fascinated by it. I'm not going to watch the funeral. Well, maybe I will. I don't know. Do you know. think, is Harry going to go? Oh, yeah. Okay. But there was this whole controversy that Megan didn't go to the deathbed. Maybe and it's just to respect, like, like it's I like, think that's what it was. Like, no one wanted emotions. Maybe, like, she was just like, I don't want to bring any unwanted emotions from anyone else. This is about grieving process. And, like. That's what I read. And I think that's the right call. You know, 100%. like. 100%. Why does she have to be there? Like, I'm sure Kate was. Oh, I don't know. I wonder if Kate was there. Kate just reminds me of someone who's like ready to shine, baby. You know what? I I know that sounds really negative. Kate and I still just want to get to the bottom of whatever is going on with William Kate. But now that like William is next in line for the throne. Kate's like ready, baby. Really going to change the 
course of their relationship potentially. I just feel like there's a moment in Drag Race and you've probably seen it in clips where it's like it's the same every episode. It's before they do the runway walk, all the the queens. And Uh it's like Rue and it's like she gets to walk down the runway first and it's like all the lights go on and the the cameras like dip down. It's like all the exterior and then Rue's yeah. sitting in and she does the walk. I just like would love someone to superimpose like <laughs> Kate's face on that. And it's like, have a girl, put the, put the like, shift in your walk. Like voguing. Yeah. yeah. No, but just like make just strutting down a runway because I feel like Kate's like, I'm ready. Yeah. She's like, I'm, you know, make I'm it's next. all been worth it or something. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I know. I mean, it's such a like, it's so fascinating because it's like, by all accounts, it means nothing. Like, all any like laws and things like the government is run by like the parliament and the prime minister. I just think it's just like, I would be so frustrated as a lay person watching them go on vacation, yeah. have all these homes, on my and dime. be like, why the fuck am I paying 50% taxes to this? Or That's- 40%. That would just piss me off and and also like so my brother lived in London and I've heard this from other people who've lived there it's like you cannot break into like Mm -hmm. it's so old um hierarchies you know what I mean that you like there is just an elite old yeah uh higher up folks that like it's just like that would just drive me insane but that's why like not to toot my own horn but as soon as because the bbc played yesterday from 1201 to 1206 and mm-hmm. the first song before I played, you did your radio show the first song i played was god save the queen by the sex pistols i was like i feel like this <laughs> <laughs> it's like i feel like this just says it all about yeah like, i mean it's, the way it's really like I'm I'm surprised that you pivoted that fast. Um, I'm so pr- and, like Indra. And, I'm proud of you because <laughs> I screw up. If you listen to like my shows on After FM, whatever. Like I I was like oh because like the person I took over for once. Did you hear that? And I was like what? She's like the queen just died. I was like oh really? And then I was like boop 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 into Spotify, and I was like boop. <laughs> nice nice job. I mean. I think we can all say like it's a travesty when someone it's dies. A, it's a it's a it's tragic that anyone like that like that anyone dies really, but also just such a like huge part of like the last history. century of history, and um Especially and also it's like, complicated, and we need to acknowledge that the royal yeah. family is is mostly pretty harmful <laughs> like i can acknowledge that as someone who's like obsessed with the royal family i it's not a like oh i love them because i think they're and great when we it's see like the i'm only, fascinated and when the only person of color is walking away being like i don't want to be a part of this that's like yeah. had the opportunity to be a part of it and we're hearing the stories i'm like yeah kind of like checks yeah yeah i mean that was she the one who said what color will the baby be so that that's the like that was, was that the Camilla most shocking part that... of the oprah interview right was like so there were questions about what what color the skin of my child will have no, it's like and i i would be very surprised if the queen was the one who said that you would be but surprised we will never know yeah, we will we'll never know. know that is a secret that will never come out. Maybe when Meghan Markle is like on her deathbed, she will say who said that. But. Or needs a check. I mean, not to sound rude, but like 
needs a check and they're like, we'll pay you like $10 million if you say who said that. She's probably like, it's not worth it. I mean, she has the number one podcast in the world right now. Have you heard it? Mindy Kaling was on it and I wanted to listen to that episode. Is did um what's her name? Um Project Mindy, did she discuss it at all? No, I actually need to ask her you if she's talk listened to, her about to it. it. It's one of those annoying Spotify only podcasts uh, and I don't yeah. have Spotify. So I know you it's free, like you just need the app and that you don't even need it. But I just like don't even want to sign up for I hear you. A, an account. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. Um, I, hopefully there's another way I can listen to it. I, th- I I just like to say, though, that I think the whole like exclusive podcast content thing like sucks. Like just put your podcast Everywhere. where everyone can listen to it. But when you're rich enough, Spotify will pay you a hundred million dollars. Exactly. exactly. Like I was your- listening on who weekly. Did you, do you still listen to who weekly? I haven't listened in a while. I still because get them James every week. Vanderbeek, sorry. I know you're going to need to go, but James Vanderbeek, you know, he's in a lawsuit with uh serious FM or whatever. And so For they were what? like, uh, Cause he was going to do a Dawson's Creek uh, podcast. Yeah. Like, like, you know, have you gotten ads for the boy meets world one and like all that and the OC one. And I know about the OC one, but so, not the boy meets world. So uh, they were saying like, they were kind of discussing, I guess James Vanderbeek's a who, I don't know. It could be up for argument. Like he why is would, not a who he's a them, right? Well, he's a them for us. us he's probably yeah. a who for younger people. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I, they said like, why are some who's like Boy Meets World people like Topanga and Ryder Strong? Yeah, who I, I had such a crush on Ryder Strong. Oh, Ryder Strong! Isn't what he, a, wasn't he so hot? His so face. Hot. I'm sure he still looks great. I bet. I bet. He was he hot for you too? Oh yeah, he yeah. was like, he hubba, was like hubba. the one. Yeah. Yeah. There was something about his like mouth or something. <laughs> um, anyway, so they were saying like the reason why these who's do it because it's like, OK, you want a paycheck. They get paid f- like fifty thousand dollars per episode. Yeah, it's why. It's like, I mean, the amount of money you can make. That, I w- that's I why lame, I'm like, when can we no make fifty thousand dollars? <laughs> no, do two podcasts a week. Do oh, it every day. God. But. But and actually, along those lines, we want to say thank you to everyone who has stuck with us Damn. on our Patreon. Thank you. Even though we're we're kind of just focusing on the main feed now, but um, and, and yeah, we I just would appreciate like to put support. Out, so when Indra's going to go on maternity leave, and I'm going to try to yeah. take over. What do you want to see? Like, what do you want to hear? Like, what what do you want to hear on, you know, Family Karma cast? We need the, like, karma heads to come out and say... Oh, my gosh. When, when Indra... I know, and I, I will... I feel like I'll be, like, not able to do anything for two weeks, but then maybe I can, like, okay. do an episode here and there. Andrew's we'll like, see. I'll teach you how to edit. And I'm like, here we go. Giddy up. Woo-hoo. Apologies for how it's going to sound. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. And and, we'll and see. Rate review, I, it means the world. It it gets us like and all honestly, I think we should just like if there's also like a spot a Spotify channel, no, a podcast network that you think we should be a part of, tag us, tag them. Like, you know, yeah. We are interested and open at this point. I feel like we're established, blah blah blah. I mean, we've been doing this shit for, for like two and a two half, and half years. years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long ass time. I mean, time we're talking be about James it. Vanderbeek, okay? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Deep. This is hard hitting stuff, we go, everybody. We talked about Ryder Strong. 
<laughs> what other podcast are you going to go from the Queen of England to Ryder Strong? I, I just bet, don't you know. know. I bet like Ryder King, Ryder King, Ryder Strong is like small king energy. I don't know why, but nah. I I feel like he's probably five six. <laughs> oh, he's to definitely. Base he. I think I know that about him. That he, he is. is short. Yeah, love it. But Love I'm okay it. with it. How how tall is Harry Potter guy? Five seven. <laughs> I'm gonna guess he's like five nine, five. Really? 10. Okay. He presents. Okay. Okay. A lot of actors are shorter than you think. Tom though. Cruise is like five six. Yeah. Well, we, let's not stop. I bet. <laughs> how tall do you think Casey Affleck is? It wouldn't be any. We got to talk about one. Casey five, Affleck ten. has to be. I bet he's like five nine. How tall do you he's think short. Ben is? Ben is over six feet. How tall, tall is Matt? 5'10"? Matt's like a 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, wow, okay. How how tall is J-Lo? 5'4"? Who knows? Because she's always wearing I heels. I know. Oh, I think of like the pain in his face. Like the pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's a tough, it's a tough journey Affleck we're means... going on them. Oh, gosh. And on All that right. note. Well, folks, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll be back with more episodes very soon. Definitely hit us up on social media if there's anything you want us to cover. Um, Bollywood, particularly Secret Lives of South Bollywood Asian. Wives. Oh, we haven't. Two. We have to watch yeah. that. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Indian matchmaking today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess. Next time, can Next we do time. a little like yeah. close up of Indian matchmaking? Because I finally finished the season. And did any reach out to you to want to talk about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, Ch- Vin, what was his name? Vinay Chadha from season one who okay. went out with Nadia. He is interested in telling Can you believe we're going to Europe, England? When the, that twist at the end, I was like, what? I like raised my fist in the air. Wait, like, what you, twist? When she goes to England? Oh yeah. my gosh. I was like, I'm so down. Here for that over Paris, like white 24 year olds in Paris. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? Seema Auntie? Seema Auntie. Because okay, are we going to get into the colonialism? Like in is that what? Kind of, not like colonialism, but like it's so interesting because it's like maybe yeah. I'm thinking too much like South Asians in England. And it's like, okay, I know. you know what I mean? We should have the folks from What Is This Behavior back on. Oh, my gosh. Remember? Do you think they're even? They're, they will probably have so many thoughts about Seema Auntie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, that's it. Okay. Well, we love you all, and um, we will catch you the next time that we catch you. All right. Namaste, Namaste bitches. bitches.